Now, the last time we were together, we saw that Jacob and his uncle Laban have finally made amends. And Jacob is now on his way back to his own country. But uh, he knows that even though it's been 20 years, he's going to have to deal with his brother Esau. Uh, we know that they have not spoke. They have not been in contact in these 20 years since he deceived his brother, but now it is time for him to face the music. Open your Bible to Genesis 32 and let's read along. Genesis 32. Jacob also went on his way, and the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, This is the camp of God. So he named that place Mahanaim. Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau, in the land of Seir, the country of Edom, he instructed them, This is what you are to say to my master Esau. Your servant Jacob says, I have been staying with Laban and have remained there till now. I have cattle and donkeys, sheep and goats, men servants and maidservants. Now I am sending this message to my lord that I may find favor in your eyes. When the messengers returned to Jacob, they said, We went to your brother Esau. And now he is coming to meet you, and four hundred men are with him. In great fear and distress, Jacob divided the people who were with him into two groups, and the flocks and herds and camels as well. He thought, if Esau comes and attacks one group, the group that is left may escape. Then Jacob prayed, O God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, O Lord, who said to me, Go back to your country and your relatives, and I will make you prosper. I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. I had only my staff when I crossed this Jordan, but now I have become two groups. Save me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I am afraid he will come and attack me, and also the mothers with their children. But you have said, I will surely make you prosper and will make your descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. He spent the night there, and from what he had with him, he selected a gift for his brother Esau. Two hundred female goats and twenty male goats, two hundred ewes and twenty rams, thirty female camels with their young, forty cows and ten bulls, and twenty female donkeys and ten male donkeys. He put them in care of his servants, each herd by itself, and said to his servants, Go on ahead of me, and keep some space between the herds. He instructed the one in the lead, When my brother Esau meets you and asks, To whom do you belong, and where are you going, and who owns all these animals in front of you, then you are to say, They belong to your servant Jacob. They are a gift sent to my lord Esau, and he is coming behind us. He also instructed the second, the third, and all the others who followed the herds, you are to say the same thing to Esau when you meet him, and be sure to say, Your servant Jacob is coming behind us. For he thought, I will pacify him with these gifts I am sending on ahead. Later, when I see him, perhaps he will receive me. So Jacob's gifts went on ahead of him, but he himself spent the night in the camp. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maidservants and his eleven sons and crossed the fort of the Jabbok. After he sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. 
When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip, so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have overcome. Jacob said, Please tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore to this day the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip, because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. Now, uh, this chapter starts out by saying uh, that Jacob went on his way. Uh, from where? Well, we're going to start with verses. We actually are going to start, uh, go back just a little bit to chapter 31, uh, verse 53 through 32 and 2. Again, we're going to read uh, to see where Jacob is uh, on his way to and where and where he's coming from. We're going to read Genesis 31, 53 through 32 too. The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judged between us. So Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and called his kinsmen to the meal and they ate. The meal and spent the night on the mountain. And early in the morning, Laban arose and kissed his sons and his daughters and blessed them. Then Laban, then Laban departed and returned to his place. Now, as Jacob went on his way, the angels of God met him. And Jacob said when he saw them, this is God's camp. So he named the place Mahanaim. So now we see uh, where Jacob was coming from and where he's going. Now, uh, Jacob sends messengers to greet Esau. Notice uh, verse 3. Then Jacob sent messengers before him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. Now, Seir and Edom is modern day Jordan. So uh, that gives you a, a, an exact pinpoint on where this land is. Now, now uh, Jacob tries to make a peace pact with his brother. Notice verses 4 to 5. He also commanded them, saying, Thus you shall say to my lord Esau, Thus says your servant Jacob, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed until now, and I have oxen and donkeys and flocks and male and female servants, and I have sent to tell my lord that I may find favor in your sight. Okay, um... Notice he calls him my Lord, Hebrew uh, 113, which means master or someone with strength. Now, 
uh, Jacob's uh, people tell him Esau is coming with 400 men. Notice verse 6. And the messengers returned to Jacob saying, We came to your brother Esau, and furthermore he is coming to meet you. And 400 men are with him. So, uh, you know, so Jacob now is probably thinking the worst. Now, uh, Jacob thinks of a strategy just in case Esau is still bitter with him. Uh, notice verses seven and eight. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. And he divided the people who were with him and the flocks and the herds and the camels into two companies. For he said, if Esau comes to the one company and attacks it, then the company which is left will escape. So, of course, this is what Jacob does. He comes up with a strategy to, uh, uh, you know, just in case, hey, his, his thinking is, hey, if my brother is still upset with me, he may take some of my people, but then uh, at least half will get away. Now, uh, Jacob's, Jacob is afraid and he begins to pray. Notice verses 9 through 11. Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, O Lord. Who does say to me, return to your country and to your relatives and I will prosper you. I am unworthy of all the loving kindness and of all the faithfulness which thou hast shown to thy servant. For with my staff only I crossed this Jordan and now I have become two companies. Deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him. Thus he come and attack me, the mothers with the children. Okay, so uh, notice uh, he calls uh, the God of Abraham and Isaac Elo Elohim Yehovah in the same prayer. So he uses two of the Lord's names in, in the same prayer. Now, uh, Jacob uh, reminds God about his promise. Notice verse 12. For thou didst say, I will surely prosper you and make your descendants as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered uh, for multitude. Uh, and Jake, so Jacob is just saying to the Lord, because I, I believe a lot of this, this has to do with his fear of Esau saying, Lord, remember. You said you would protect me and you would make my descendants as the sand of the sea. So that's in his way of saying, Lord, I, I know you're going to protect me from my brother and you're not going to let me die and perish this day. OK, now Jacob decides that in order to get on Esau's good side, uh, he would give him a present. Verses uh, 13 through 18. So he sent the night. Uh, I'm sorry. So he spent the night there. Then he selected from what he had with him a present for his brother Esau, 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, uh, 30 milking camels and their coats, 40 cows and 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. And he delivered them into the hand of his servants. Every, uh, uh, every drove uh, by itself and said to his servants, pass on before me and put a space between droves. And he commanded the one in front, saying, when my brother Esau meets you and asks you, saying, to whom do you belong and where are you going and to whom do these animals in front of you belong? Then you shall say, these belong to your servant Jacob. It is a present sent to my Lord Esau. And behold, he also is behind us. So uh, he sends this uh, present basically as a, a good faith gesture uh, to his brother. Now, uh, Jacob sends his men and gifts about a day ahead of him. Uh, notice verses 19 through 23. 
Then he commanded also the second and the third and all those who followed the droves, saying, After this manner you shall speak to Esau when you find him, and you shall say, Behold, your servant Jacob also is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present this uh, that goes before me. Then afterwards I will see his face, perhaps he will accept me. So the pres so the present passed on before him while he himself spent that night in the camp. Now he arose the same night and took his two wives and his two maids and his eleven children and crossed uh, the fort of the Jadok, uh or the J Jabak, I should say. And he took them and sent them across the stream, and uh, he sent across whatever he had. Now the now the Jadok, Hebrew twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, they uh that they cross means emptying and is also a stream which enter uh sects the mountain range of Gilead and falls into the Jordan on the east about uh midway between the Sea of Galilee and the Dead Sea. So uh that so the Jabbok that kind of gives you an idea of uh where this is. Jacob wrestles with a man until dawn. Notice twenty four and twenty five. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. And when he saw that uh, he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh. So the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he wrestled with him. Uh, Jacob's hip is dislocated with a touch. Uh, the Hebrew says that it was uh, unhinged. Now, uh, Jacob uh, will not give up until he is blessed. Notice 26 through 27. Then he said, let me go for the dawn is breaking. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Now, uh, Jacob gets a name change. Notice verse 28. Uh, and he said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Okay, now... Uh, he now goes uh, from Jacob, Hebrew 3290, which means heel holder or supplanter, to Israel, Hebrew 3478, meaning God prevails. Uh, now, Jacob is in amazement over uh, what just happened. Notice verses 29 through 30. Then Jacob asked him and said, please tell me your name. But he said, why is it that you ask my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob named the place Peniel, for he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been preserved. Okay, now uh, Jacob calls the place Peniel, which means the face of God. And we see Jacob is grateful he saw the Lord face to face and live. Uh, now, uh, let's look at some other references uh, where people uh, have been in a similar situation. In other words, they have seen God and have lived. These are some uh, uh, verses that you can go back and read later for yourself. Hagar in Genesis 16, 8 through 13. Moses and the elders in Exodus 24, 1 through 11. Another example of Moses is in Numbers 12, 1 through 8. Gideon in the book of Judges, chapter 6, verses 21 and 22. And, uh, Mon and uh, Monoah 
in Judges verses uh, in, in Judges 13 verses 15 through 23. Uh, I didn't go through those because soon enough we will be there. But these are more examples of people who have seen God face to face and live. Now, you need to understand what this means. When it says that they saw God face to face, it does not mean that they saw God in his complete glory face to face. But God gave them a version of himself. Uh, in other words, the angel of the Lord. And they have seen him face to face and have and have lived. Okay, now Jacob has a permanent limp and the people of Israel have a new tradition. We close with verses 31 through 32. Now the sun rose upon him just as he crossed over uh, Penuel and he was limping on his thigh. Therefore, to this day, the sons of Israel do not eat the sinew of the hip which is on the socket of the thigh because he touched the socket of Jacob's thigh and the sinew of the hip. Now that brings us to the end of Genesis chapter 32. Uh, the next time we get together, uh, Jacob and Esau, uh, the two brothers, the uh, the two twins will uh, meet face to face for the first time in 20 years. Thanks for listening. God bless. Until the Savior 